One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Now, the World Health Organization has surveyed some 227,000 children aged 11, 13 and 15 from countries around the world, 44 European countries and Canada, 45 countries in all. Let's talk about the findings and what we can learn from this about Irish youngsters. Julia Hearn is Legal and Policy Manager with the Children's Rights Alliance and a very good morning to Julia and thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, there's some very positive things to be said about young Irish people, it would seem, uh, from uh, the survey, but uh, they're not very satisfied with life, it would seem. Good morning, Michael. And yes, you're right, there are some positive things there about Irish children. For example, it showed that Irish 13-year-olds are least likely to say that they've tried alcohol before, and 15-year-olds also ranked below average on that. Mm. And that Irish teens then are least likely to say they'd smoke tobacco, and with 11-year-olds, third from the bottom in Ireland. So I suppose there's a positive side of things. But as you mentioned, it did show that Irish Irish teenagers are least satisfied with life, among the least last satisfied with life. So 15-year-olds were second from the bottom, and 13-year-olds were lower than average. I suppose this is in the context of the study showing an overall decline in the mental health and well-being as adolescents grow older. Mm. And what's really worrying, I suppose, from an Irish perspective is that over one in 10 young people reported being cyberbullied at least once in the past 10 months of the study. And it's worth mentioning that the study was actually completed in 2018. So you could imagine that with the rapid change in technology that it's probably, I would imagine that the numbers could actually be even higher. And mm. we know that, I suppose, that there's been there's been an overall increase in use of technology during the COVID crisis as well. And our member organisations such as the ISPCC, mm. Bernardism Spun Out has mentioned to us that you know, children and young people are spending more time online and that they are concerned about the mental health of children as well because they've been calling them with increased worries and pressures. And I suppose the other thing that's quite shocking in the study is that Irish children are top 10 when it comes to problematic social media use. Mm. And I suppose what that is for people, it's they define it in the study as being an over-reliance on platforms or where the young person felt happy, unhappy when they were not online yeah. or if their social media has created problems in their life such as uh, and, family disputes. Uh, and the internet uh, could mm-hmm. be a, a very significant problem it would seem uh, based on uh, the headlines uh, from uh, this survey because uh, as you said young people they're not drinking they're not smoking in comparison to young people uh, around the world uh, even when it comes uh, to the use of cannabis as bad as a mm-hmm. problem we think that is uh, they uh, rank middle uh, on this league of four 45, but 
the 15-year-olds in this country are some of the unhappiest teenagers in the world. Uh, they're the second from the bottom, with Malta just below them. Malta at 45, in other words, Ireland at 44. That's the 15-year-olds. Uh, they get up early, they eat their breakfast, they don't drink fizzy drinks, uh, they don't have sex in comparison to other young people around the world, and they're living what would seem to be, all told, relatively good lives. But the problem that sticks out is the social media and the internet. It does. That and mental health. I think we've seen in recent years, and there's numerous reports of the increase in children and young people seeking mental health supports in Ireland. And that teamed with the with, I suppose, the, the problematic use of social media have, have, would point to there being an issue there. And really, I think what is needed is that, that, that there's a comprehensive digital literacy programme for both primary and secondary introduced, because we've seen in the recent weeks and the recent months that technology can be incredibly good for children, young people, and it helps them to learn, it helps them stay in contact with friends, family, and when you're in isolation, it can help them be locked down. And also, you know, if you're living in rural areas where you're far away, it can help you stay connected with people. Mm. But I suppose what we need is we need young people to understand their rights, the consequences of actions, and I suppose the the impact that extensive use of the internet can have and that it can change behaviours. And there's been a lot of work done in this area by organisations such as Cyber Safe Ireland, and I mentioned earlier Bernardo's ISPCC, and in particular for children and young people themselves, spunout.ie have an awful lot of resources around how to keep safe online, how to um, manage your mental health, how to, how to help for children and young people. And they also there's also information on the site is really good for parents as well, but mm. CyberSafe Ireland in particular have a lot of information there for parents when it comes to how to talk to their children about the online world because as we move forward, the online world is becoming a bigger and bigger part of all of our lives and children and young people are growing up with this and the pressures that we know that are well documented that are there for children and young people mm. in terms of um, social image, uh, keeping up online and then I suppose things then like cyberbullying where, as I mentioned earlier, one in ten um, children report that they've been cyberbullied in Ireland in, mm. past, in the past two months of the study. So I suppose and it sticks out like a, a sore thumb, as I was saying, Julia. And I mean, you know, it's probably something that uh, as adults we need to, to look at uh, because you have all of these other factors, uh, whether it's drinking, smoking or sugar drinks or whatever. And 11-year-olds are some of the most active 11-year-olds in the world. They're third from the top of this World Health Organization League. Uh, but uh, there are problems when it comes to social media and so on and cyberbullying, as you say. And a, a, a little bit like the survey from the CSO yesterday, there seems to be differences in terms of gender. We were hearing mm. how women are downhearted as a result of COVID-19, generally speaking, in this country in comparison to men. And girls, according to this World Health Organization survey, are more likely to have been bullied online or abused online than boys. Yeah, and I suppose what we're seeing is that the digital technology is amplifying existing problems that, that are there. In, in general, you would see the children, you know, children and young people, the girls could be disproportionately affected by things like bullying and now cyberbullying as well. So it's really, I suppose, that there's, there's not a line for children and young people between their, their, what we would see as adults as, as the real world and the online world. It's all the real world for children and young people and technology just amplifies that. So whereas before, if you were being bullied, your home could be a safe space if it was bullying that was occurring outside the home. Now, 
it's in your pocket. So mm. you're carrying effectively the, the, the bully around with you in your pocket. So I suppose really what we need to do as a country is we need to look at how we can educate our children and young people, but also how we can empower parents to have those discussions. And really it's about looking and tackling it from all the angles because children and young people need to be empowered to know their rights. They need to be empowered to know how to keep themselves safe. And then parents also need to know the realities of how they can how they can assist and help their children online. And as I mentioned, there are a number of resources out there, but really what we need is a national programme that focuses on digital literacy for both primary and secondary school students. Because we know that young children as well are using technology and it's really, I suppose, about how we make sure that they use it in the most healthy way possible. Mm. Because as you mentioned, we've done quite well in comparison to other other countries when it comes to alcohol, when it Mm -hmm. comes to smoking and when it comes to drug use, Mm -hmm. while still there are problems in pockets. Well, I suppose really we need to look at this and tackle it as a country and as a nation. And don't we need to think about teaching young people how to behave? It's one thing teaching young people how to defend themselves from the bullies, but wouldn't it be a better world if there were fewer people inclined to behave that way? Exactly. It's about teaching them about, I suppose, their rights and their responsibilities and teaching them about what is what is good and I suppose, good behaviour online, but also what's, what is problematic use of online, on, of the online world and what is good use of the online world and how to, how to mind themselves. Because we know that in that overuse of digital, of digital um, technology can sometimes have a negative effect in changing behaviours. And it's about teaching young people how to understand that and how to understand how to mind themselves both in a positive and a negative way online and as you say try to change behaviours of, of, of what happens but as we know bullying has, has been around for mm. since, since for a long time whereas now it's just moving onto another onto another platform if you will and as I say before it was always occurring in the schoolyard but now it's occurring in the pocket of a young child so I suppose it's really about teaching young people how to manage their behaviours, but also how to protect themselves and to know their rights and to know what to do in those situations and also how to educate adults and parents to empower them to to have the conversations also. All right, we'll leave it there and thank you indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Julia Hearn, Legal and Policy Manager with uh, the Children's Rights Alliance. Michael Michael Reed Reed on LMFM. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 